Hey, Bush and Richie here. Welcome to another Bush and Richie Daily Takeaway. In the show you're about to hear, uh, we're going to talk about perfect food to go with films because we ended up going to a preview screening of the brilliant new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick, uh, and we'll get to that during the show. However, just just at this point, before because we don't we don't address this in the show itself, and I just want to I do want to moan about it. Uh, we we were sat in separate seats because uh, I had to park my bike. <laughs> Long story in the cinema. I wasn't bent over. The guy. Uh, uh, that's that's the Sorry. put that in his Twitter bio. Um, the guy, the guy that was sat really close to me, was just eating what can only be a massive bag, a grab bag of crisps, all the way through the film. Now I know we were talking about the perfect, perfect uh, food to go with mm. a movie, but I think there's a limit on like noise has got to be taken into consideration. Surely, I completely, I completely agree with you. I don't think crisps personally have got any place uh, in a cinema or indeed a front room if you're watching a movie at home. Well, he was, it's a good point, this, because he was making such a loud noise with these with this packet that I thought he was doing that thing. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I've got something left at the bottom, let me do one big noise, get yeah. it out of the way and everyone will be fine. Yeah. He didn't, he just did that the whole time, to the point where I could hear it so loud, I thought he was stuck in the bag himself. Now, was... <laughs> was, out. was there any consideration for him timing a delve with... A loud action part of the movie. Not at all. It was it was during the kind of because the, the movie the last half an hour is just pure action. Mm. Um, not to have any spoilers, but uh, he did it during the, the talky bits at the beginning, mm-hmm. not during the bits when there's loads of like F-14s flying around. Don't give it away. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. We've got a spring in our step today because we've done something a bit different this morning. Uh, Richie and I have been to see an advanced screening of the brand new and much anticipated Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick. Now, I urge caution because we both signed declarations that we shouldn't say too much. I just signed that form in the foyer of the cinema. I didn't even read the paperwork. He could have my house now, that fella. <laughs> signed anything. Uh, well, we're going to be interviewing someone from the movie next week, which you will hear on the Home Time Show. Very excited about it. Uh, but you know what? Even Watching the film, even before getting to watch the film, I don't know if you agree with this, but the thing that's probably the best and most kind of iconic thing about Top Gun are the call signs. Yes. Their names. They've got written on the tops of their helmets. Everyone's got a different colour helmet in it. This is like Maverick, Iceman, Hangman, Rooster, and loads of different ones. And we thought, wouldn't it be great... Where A, where do those names come from? Mm-hmm. And B, wouldn't it be great if you had your own call sign? Imagine you were in Top Gun. What would your call sign be? And we're going to give you the opportunity tonight on the show, in honour of the new movie, uh, to create your own Top Gun call sign. All you need to do... Very simple formula. Pluck one word or phrase from the latest email that's gone into your inbox. Okay? <laughs> and imagine that emblazoned across the top of your helmet. You're in a combat situation in an F 14 jet. Mine would be table reservation. <laughs> okay. Imagine that. Yeah. I'm your co pilot. You'd be reliable because, you know, it's a reservation, it's a commitment, isn't it? That's it. I'm always urging caution. Yeah. There's a bogey at your six table reservation. God damn it. Well, your wingman looking after you today is Dart Charge. Dart Charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the uh, it's like a, there's a lot of trouble behind that name. Don't start me. <laughs> don't get don't, him started. Don't get don't get him started. Dart charge. Don't get him started on dart. Literally, don't get me started on dart charge. Don't get me started. It'd be a great call sign as well. Uh, Tom's tweet to say bank details. <laughs> on that, I've got bank dart charge. I've got my bank details. Don't get started. Don't know again. why I'm even getting an email from him. There's a lot. He's very angry. Uh, dart charge, isn't he? But he's. <laughs> He's angry, he's hot-tempered, but he gets stuff done, but maybe outside of the rules. But don't get him in a dogfight over a river. 100%. I think you know where you're going with that one.
Uh, Unique outdoor stays. That's the call sign of Charles Charles on Twitter. Uh, Phil Mason, parcel arrived. Happy go lucky. He, he delivers. He, he does, does deliver, doesn't he? That's yeah. really good. That could be his catchphrase. Uh, Shannon is in attack formation with jelly shoes on her helmet. <laughs> Kind of fun and crazy, always doing practical <laughs> jokes. Have you filled my shoes with custard again, jelly shoes? <laughs> oh, why, jelly shoes. Why I order? I love Jamie's zookeeper. I'd like that would. I can imagine that in the movie. I would imagine zookeeper in the movie would be kind of actually. It'd be like a team leader, the one that's yeah. keeping them all in all in control. I kind of see him buzzing the flight tower as well. I think he would. Ah, oh, damn it, zookeeper. <laughs> uh, Sharon and Milton Keynes is build a bear. <laughs> Uh, Liam says, bigger jugs. I can screenshot it as proof. Not as sordid as it may sound. Cashback uh, says this one here. Hey, goddammit, Cashback. <laughs> Love these. Uh, we've got Catherine on the line. Catherine, what is your uh, Top Gun call sign? It is Beach Break. Beach, beach Break. Kind of fun. Beach breaks. It, was, it was from um, Travel Lodge and they were offering Beach Breaks. So I'd kind of prefer it if you were called Travel Lodge. Imagine having Travel Lodge <laughs> guarding your six. <laughs> it's more of a name than Beach Break. I think it is. Beach Break, you, uh, you don't want something that's going to take you away to a nicer mind. place while you're up in that plane. No, you want something that's going to be a bit more direct and to the point. Yeah. And with a great uh, um, continental breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'll be having breakfast that high up in the well. <laughs> Good to speak to you, Catherine. Take care. Some great stuff coming in. Chris's uh, call sign is GeForce RTX 3070. Sounds like a robot. Uh, Rich's is Croc Monsieur. And hi to Ben Gregory, whose call sign is Spousal Maintenance. <laughs> a lot going on behind the scenes there. We've got Danielle on the line. Danielle, what's your Top Gun call sign? Babylon. Oh, Babylon's very exotic. Would Isn't you? It? Do you mind leading us through what the full title of that email is? Um, it was to do with Mental Health Awareness Week. Yes! Get um, in! So it was one of the emails from a, a health health app uh, about mental health awareness. So, there are so many good ones uh, <laughs> around at the moment, uh, Danielle. We'll have to look into that yeah. one because I'm not aware of the Babylon one. Well, we'll be babbling yeah. on tomorrow in our uh, Bedtime with Bush and Ritchie show for Mental Health Awareness Week, all about loneliness. So uh, get your outfit made for Top Gun and we'll see you there. Hi, yep. Cheers, Danielle. Uh, Joy is next below the hard deck. Uh, Joy, what is yours? Supercharge. Oh, wow. Love the way you say that with your accent as well. Say it one more time. Supercharge. Supercharge. Now, that is, uh, that, that's like Mach 10, that is. Yeah, you're always going faster than the uh, prearranged Mach speed level. Again, technical term. <laughs> yeah. Dare we ask what uh, that email or text message has come from? It's from uh, Next saying supercharge your account. Oh, wow. wow. Do, do you know what? I've got some next vouchers for my birthday. I might go and supercharge. <laughs> Tomorrow night, you get double us. I hope, I gen- genuinely that. hope that is a good thing for you. Uh, usual home time show tomorrow then uh, we're going to do an extra show tomorrow evening uh, it's going to be on Absolute Radio itself uh, it's going to be bedtime with Bush and Richie. you'll have heard it is Mental Health Awareness Week uh, this week the theme is loneliness uh, so we're going to do a special extra show we'd love to be talking to uh, some of you guys uh, maybe play some of the songs that uh, help you during tougher times uh, we've got some great guests lined up who are going to speak to us uh, Jeff Brazier uh, Tom Adele Adam Kay wrote that fantastic book mm. uh, it's going to hurt uh, all going to talk to us on the show tomorrow night. It's going to be good. Uh, and also, I mean, we'd like to think that radio has helped people out, particularly, you know, the two years that everyone's had as well, uh, particularly in the evening, if you're, you know, rattling around on your own. Uh, I think radio's a good way of kind of reaching out and hearing just another voice and all that kind of stuff as well. So, uh, you know, if you feel that way, the main point of tomorrow, if you feel that way, 
we want to prove to you that you're not alone and that there's help at hand. So make sure you listen tomorrow, kicking off at 10pm, it's bedtime with Bush and Richie. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I've found something in my locker. We've each got a locker here at Absolute Radio. I was digging around trying to find a pen earlier on and found an old pack of Fisherman's Friends and it's causing World War Three. Yeah, it really is. Um, we, we understand that you guys don't hang on every word that we say. We know how you consume this show. But those of you who listen in a bit more detail may have picked up, picked up on the fact, that, the, fact, the fact that you are a massive fan of Fisherman's Friends. You love them. Love them. I, I, I will, every single pair of jeans that I've got has got a pack of Fisherman's Friends in the, one of the pockets. Now, you've introduced them to me. I like them. But I've been what dealing. I, what, what I really do like is when you go off-piste and you have some of their more adventurous flavours rather than just the standard standard issue packets. What, what happens is if I go and get, say, your cow poles or whatever for the kids mm. in our pharmacy at the end of the road, the pharmacy have got sometimes get in an incredible array of, like, what I would describe as experimental Fisherman's Friends flavours. And this is what I have in front of me right now because in that locker that you were talking about is a packet of black currant. Fisherman's Friends. Limited issue. It's it's like if it was Panini stickers collected for the World Cup, this is like a shiny. It's a foil one. And so it's not your run-of-the-mill normal Fisherman's Friends uh, to go to the Panini uh, parallel would be like, it's not Gary Mabbott. No, exactly. So so yeah. I come in, I see him with this, I'm like, oh, wow, are these yours? Black Current Fisherman's Friends? We haven't had these for ages. And Bush turns around and goes, yeah, but they're a year out of date. They are. They are, it says, a lift flap, so it's like a, there's almost like a big reveal. Yeah. And they went out of date at some point in 2021. Well, this is the thing. It doesn't even give a month. It just says 2021. So best before. And that's the key thing here. Best before 2021. And a strange thing's happening. I'm normally Mr Belt and Braces, Mr Cautious. You are Mr Let's Give It A Go, Don't Worry, It'll Be Fine. Well, Maverick from the last hour of the show. <laughs> exactly. But it's me who's saying try them and you won't touch them with a the barge pole. You said something to me earlier on. You said if it's dry then uh, best before sell-by dates don't apply. Well, if it dry, it don't apply. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? This is unopened. These are sealed still. And everyone knows that Fisherman's Friends, they're like a, they're a dry thing. I can't see what's going to have gone wrong to this. You look at the blurb on the back. It talks about how they were developed in 1865 for Icelandic deep-sea fishing grounds. Those things aren't going off. Well, I mean, like, if you apply that rule to stuff, does that mean that if it's, say, pasta... Because it's dry, yep. it lasts forever. Pasta doesn't go off, does it? Pa- when pasta have, never goes off. When have you looked at dry pasta and seen mould on it? You've got a good point. Thank you very much. But I just still, I've got, I'm a real stickler for best before sell-by dates, that kind of thing, because I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. The only cautionary note that I can see on the back of the packet is that excessive consumption induces a laxative effect. And we've all been there. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I, I'm be, happy to try. Let's put it out there. First of all, should, should we be eating this stuff? Right, and then maybe you, maybe you. I would love to know your view on uh, best before sell by date. Maybe you want those people like me, bit of a stickler, or maybe you're uh, caution to the wind, Firth over there. I would say that if it said used by, it would be a very different thing. But it says best before. They're hedging their bets anyway. Baz the Posty says, fun fact for Bush and Richie, honey is the only food that will never go off. Whoa! So that, by nature of that, your claim earlier on about pasta. Being fresh to eat forever, mm-hmm. I don't think counts. <laughs> We're having a little battle here about uh, whether you should eat stuff within its sell-by date, best well, before that kind of thing. Very specifically, in this case, the pack of Fisherman's Friends, the Black Current Fisherman's Friends, the very rare pack that we have found that says it was best before 2021. So, I mean, that equally says that only a mere four and a bit months ago it was still in date. 
That's a good point, but it could be worse than that if you take it right to the beginning of 2021. I think you're being a little bit doomsday here. Uh, Ian says, uh, yes, it's fine to eat. In 2018, I found a jar of Marmite gold that had supposedly gone out of date in 2014. I thought, what the heck? Carried on and ate it, and I'm still here to tell the tale. Go See, for it. There you are, Marmite, another very stoic, <laughs> strong flavour. I think the stronger the flavour, the less likely to go off. Fisherman's friends, you know. Have a look Have a look at this, right? Per lozenge, how many calories per lozenge? 40. Only three. Well, there's that's there's next barely to nothing, anything in them. There's nothing to go off, my friend. To eat or not to eat is the question 8, 12, 15. And if you, like Ian over there, has, uh, have eaten something outrageously out of date, we want to hear from you tonight. There's quite a few people who are texting in, suck it and see, thanks very much, we don't need to be doing any of that. <laughs> this text says, wife made some custard on Monday, she used bird's custard powder best before 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Clodagh says, uh, best before Sarbide date, couldn't care less. I'm currently using some Vicks that is almost 10 years expired and it's fine. Yeah, but you don't eat Vicks. That's a good point. I don't know what she's doing with it. Um, these are fishermen's friends, everybody. I mean, you know, they're, they're indestructible. As someone else has texted, they are the SAS of throat sweets. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Johnny, we were talking earlier uh, uh, about various foods that simply can't go out of date and get mould. Uh, Johnny wants to add to this. You've got some details for us? Yeah, there's a guy called... Um... Steve MRE Info um, does uh, reviews of rations and um, uh, army uh, military sort of things and he regularly opens sort of World War II and uh, Vietnam War era rations and eats the um, peanut butter uh, and crackers from inside them. They've been preserved for 60, 70 years and they're completely fine to eat. So Johnny, just to confirm, you uh, have spent quite a bit of time on YouTube watching a bloke eat World War II peanut butter. Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, I must admit. <laughs> well, Johnny, if that's the case, let's let's um, let's indulge your guilty pleasure. You can listen to at least one guy eating an out-of-date blackcurrant fisherman's friend. I'm going to decline it. I mean, you're on your own here, Richie. Last chance, Bush, do you want one? Do you want me to film this, Johnny, so you can see it on your YouTube channel? That would be great. <laughs> no one's watching. watching this. Go on, let's do, do this. I'm going to pop three. Three fisherman's friends? No. Three fisherman's friends? Seven. <laughs> here that's we go. Wow, he's put them all in his mouth at one time. This is unbelievable. Johnny, I'm sorry you have to be here whilst this, this is happening. He's, he's had too many. <laughs> this might have been a mistake. I think we're going to need to put a song on. You're going to need a big old sit down. <laughs> he's still standing, even though he did pop, was it six Fisherman's Friends? Seven in the end. Seven in the end. I feel like I could freeze a river with my breath. You did stand over the bin for a little bit, and I thought it was going to have to be that bit like in the movie <laughs> Pulp Fiction. I was going to have to take you to someone. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Ten Weeks of Tickets is back, and we're giving you the chance to see the brilliant Liam Gallagher live in Manchester this June at the Etihad Stadium. All you need to do is take part in a little game we like to call Who Claims Wins. Online one, hoping to win the tickets, is Wayne. We're going to start by asking Wayne what you're wearing. Uh, my work gear. Well, what's his work gear, Richie? Uh, his he's, voice. he's in a jumpsuit. You in a jumpsuit? I wish I was, though. No, it's uh, just uh, it's high-vis work gear. Oh, nice, uh, like, you know, high-visibility vest. Is that what you got there? Yeah, high-vis vest. Uh, cover walls, that's all. Still toe cap boots. Oil platform. No, he's not doing that. Yeah, where do you work? What do you do? I, I work at, uh, well, a project manager at Thames Port, so working for like a fuel company. I was close. So that is pretty Thank close. Thank you very much. If anything, Wayne was slightly pedantic by not going for your, your <laughs> answer agree. there first yes. off. Stay there, sunshine, in your high vis. Uh, <laughs> on the other line is Tim. Tim, what are you wearing? Um, shirt and trousers. Oh. Businessman, oil rig again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Tim? I work in a job centre. 
I wasn't close. It wasn't anywhere close. <laughs> Good to have you both on board. Right, Wayne, Tim, uh, we are going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Wayne, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Tim, yep. you'll then have the chance uh, to claim if you think you could name more or less than Wayne, and whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if that player manages it, they win the tickets. And if they don't, they lose the tickets to the other player. Uh, let's play Who Claims Wins? Right then, here we go. Hive is Vane, Wayne. Oh, dearie me. Let's start with okay. you, Sunshine. How many yep. actors to appear in five episodes or more of Friends can you name? We're looking for any actor credited on IMDb and we need their full name. How many do you reckon? Uh, three. Three from Wayne. Tim, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Tim to do his three? Uh, Wayne to do his three? Five. Five, five. from Tim. Wayne, uh, do you want to uh, beat the five or uh, get Tim to back up his five? I'll get Tim to back up. Tim. No idea. I don't watch Friends. Tim, 30 seconds to name the five. Your time starts now. Jennifer Aniston, Matt LeBlanc, Matt Perry, David Schwimmer, Maggie Wheeler, um, Tom Selleck, and uh, Courtney Cox Arquette. Whoa. Still got more time. You can use it if you want. Blimey. Um... No, gone. Well, I was having you on because you've done it. Uh, seven from my count there. You've done really, really well. That is unbelievable. Bamba Gascoigne over there with his knowledge of friends. Eight. We've just upgraded it. We, we tried to do it when the song was about to end and we couldn't either get any ourselves. Uh, Tim, well done. Cheers. Thank you very much. I th- I mean, our producer's saying you got eight. I think you got seven, but it doesn't matter. You only needed five. That's by the by. Don't want to have an argument. <laughs> Tim, is this well, a misspent youth? Anyway. Were you sitting there watching box sets of Friends and stuff like that? No, my wife does, so it's on in the background and you sort of get used to them. All right, well, well done. Wayne, sorry, man. Oh, so I, I hate Friends more even, even more now. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Back right. to the oil rig. Right, and sunshine. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I think everybody needs to understand that you and I have been knocking around together since 10.45 this morning. I feel like we've had a long one. <laughs> we, 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 we've had a long one. Uh, we've not been annoying each other's company, which is always a good thing, but part of that is because two hours was watching a film. As you would have heard earlier in the show... We Sorry, were... it's not finished yet, a minute. <laughs> Nearly, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's nearly done. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we were very fortunate to be seeing uh, a preview screening of the film. We can't tell you what it was like because we signed an agreement. They'd arrest us. They'd arrest us, and you wouldn't want that. Uh, it'd be a quiet rest of the show. Uh, but what was also quiet during the movie was my choice of movie snack because I, I believe that my go-to snack for a movie is the number one choice for a movie snack. Can I just say I'm deeply concerned by what, you, what you've eaten at the film and you've continued to eat during the remainder of the day. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that you've picked this. Haribo Tangfastics. How are you sitting there enjoying that? Well... It's I, like a kid's, a kid's sweet, isn't it? It is a kid's sweet, but I am a grown kid, all right? And sweets don't just have to be for kids. The thing with what you get in the cinemas and if you're buying your snacks for a movie at home in your 
your confectionery R's of the supermarket, like your big pouches of your Maltesers and your minstrels and your M&Ms and all that kind of thing. Yeah. They're noisy, OK? They're noisy things to go through. And also, chocolate, you'll just bosh through so quickly. If you're watching in the cinema, those kind of grab bags, they've gone by the time the trailers are over. Oh, so I see you mean, so you've gone for something that makes your face convulse so you don't eat too many <laughs> and get through the bag too quickly. Your tangfastics, OK, you can't do those quickly and they will sit in your stomach and line it quickly so you've still got plenty of the bag there and also because you can just open the whole neck of the bag it's the kind of thing that isn't that noisy to rustle no one wants a rustly snack i wasn't sat anywhere near you because i had to, i turned up a bit late and had to park my bike long story uh, but i can imagine that would smell they they've got they must have a smell Fantastics, what we call them. Only if you're dipping your nose in the bag, not if you're per- the person sat next door. Do you know what, for me, the, the the texture of those things is a little bit like, uh, have you ever, uh, like, has Rocco ever had one of those toys that you throw against the wall? Yeah, they're great. And it sticks like a lizard and it yeah, falls. Yeah, yeah. That's what you've been eating. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah? Come back at me. What is your number one go-to movie snack? You, you'll think this is really weird. Uh, and this is this is something obviously I wouldn't get in a cinema because you can't take it with you. I like nothing better than Dark Rye Vita with Philadelphia on it. <laughs> Listen back to everything that you said to me about Tankfastics and then think about yourself. I will do. Uh, Gavin Owen says jelly beans. What are you, seven years old? <laughs> and Lizzie wants hot dogs. Don't we all want hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but is that a cinema snack? It's going to drip everywhere, you don't know. Uh, Kerry <laughs> says in my small local cinema, you can order burger and chips, they'll bring it to your seat oh. whilst you eat and watch the film. I don't... Just to go back to Lizzie's hot dogs, no, a strange term, but... Um, I don't like those sausages that are moving round in, on, like, rails. They worry me. They worry me. What is all that about? Yeah. On the subject of food, and this doesn't worry me, uh-huh. Saturday and Sunday from 11 o'clock on Absolute Radio, Sarah Champion will be doing her show from Chicago. Oh, will she? Yeah, thanks to Chicago Town Pizza, uh, exploring the uh, city where Chicago Town get their inspiration from, sampling and making some delicious deep dish pizzas along the way. And right now at absoluteradio.co.uk, you can win two tickets to see Chicago yourself, plus £2,000 spending money for when you arrive. So listen to Champers this weekend from 11 and win with Chicago Town. Pizza, yeah, they go to town on it. Some great backup for me from Tom. Oh, right. Uh, who says, Tankfastics are commonly found on ambulances during night shifts. Forget the cinema. These are the confection of champions. Madness. Absolute madness. And uh, don't even get me started on your pronunciation. I, 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 there's so many texts coming in about the way you say Haribo. Haribo. I can't even deal with it. Sophie from South Shields. I'm all for Tangfastics, but I'm deeply disturbed by Richie's pronunciation of Haribo that I just heard. Is it Haribo or not Haribo? She's confused. It's a European company. You will find it is actually pronounced Haribo, but less about that. Let's catch let's, up with... The... Let's not get started on Nutella this evening as well. <laughs> Nutella. Daisy, uh, what's the go-to snack? Jelly babies. Now, why, uh, why are you going jelly babies, Daisy? I've got my reasons for Haribo. Um, they're quiet, they're delicious, they last ages. OK, my dad carries jelly babies around with him because he's diabetic, mm-hmm. in case he has a sugar crash. And mm-hmm. he's, So for me, they've got a medicinal kind of, uh, you know, belt and braces type uh, backup well, vibe. They, they also get offered by spectators to marathon runners because they will keep you going as well. So, oh, really? Well, yeah. I, I mean, scenes you've talked about jelly babies then, do you, but t- tear the head off first or is it the feet? 
they all go in at once, I'm afraid. Right, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, babies, it's right up there. Thank you, Daisy. Uh, fully aware that during today's show, there's been a lot of chat about the fact that Bush and I went to see Top Gun Maverick in the cinema this morning, but we're not allowed to tell you what it's like, but Sorry. we can from midnight tonight. So uh, tomorrow's show, you will hear whether it's any good or not. Still the text coming in. Haribo, aren't they, are they similar to Haribo, says this person. And again, reflecting more and more messages coming about your pronunciation of it. Uh, uh, Haribo Tagfastics are the king of cinema snacks. Your opinions, please. Uh, Andy in Essex says, Gent's best cinema snack is pick and mix all the way. But no. then he gives some reasoning. No, nope. this is... In- <laughs> Don't deny immediately. Listen, listen. The bag is always too tall, says Andy. So as soon as I'm seated, I tear the top part of the bag off. So it is then the same height as the sweets inside. I can then see exactly what I'm eating and there's no bag rustling. That's your what, right? I couldn't think of anything worse than eating a load of pick and mix out of a bag. But you, you'd Flipping... rather eat dark rye vita? With Philadelphia on it, it's so good. <laughs> What's that stuff called? That, that, um, it's, it's black and it's licorice. Licorice, yeah. Licorice is not a sweet. It's, it's, an, you have to, it's an endurance sport. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Uh, here you go Tracy from Berry St Edmunds she says best movie snack of all time I agree with this when I, when, I've, when I taste these it says to me I'm in a cinema I mean business she said minstrels I agree they do taste cinema you do mean business but minstrels are gone by the time the movie starts we're not going to agree on this are we no The Daily Takeaway Daily Takeaway. Thank you very much for enjoying the Daily t- I hope you've enjoyed the Daily Takeaway. I was going to say, where's that info come from? <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Daily Takeaway. Um, we told you that we were going to go and see Top Gun Maverick uh, because we have a special guest coming in from Top Gun Maverick themselves. That special guest is... John Hamm.